Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, we are back. Welcome to season two of the Yinzers podcast on the DK Pittsburgh Sports Podcast Network. My God, that is a tongue twister. But officially season two, we're back from summer break um, and we're ready. I I feel like a new, I feel like we're still like, we're trying to get our bearings again because it's been a minute since I've been here with you guys. By the way, I'm your host, Morgan Arzo. These are my co-hosts, Jordan DeFigio, Samantha James, the inimitable, my my favorite people in the entire world. So let's jump in. Guys, how was your weekend? How was your summer break? Talk to me about what you did this weekend, Jordan. Well, I worked. I did a lot of work. Um, I went to see a show in Pittsburgh on Saturday night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it felt like I'm not going to get into crazy detail. Nothing nothing all that spectacular happened. I watched the backyard brawl on Thursday. Uh, but it felt like one of those significant moments in life where you're like, nothing really monumental went down, but this still feels like a pivot point. Yeah. So I, that's, I, I don't know. I'm still confused by all of it and processing it. But <laughs> it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend. I think I needed it. Um, but, you know, nothing crazy, just typical. But summer was good I traveled a lot um yeah I feel like things with my family and personal life kind of stabilized a bit so that's love good that. I guess we yeah nothing that. can't complain about that but otherwise just waiting for sports wait because oh the pirates it's suck of our so, lives. it's that yeah. part of the year where it's mm-hmm. like only baseball and you're like mm-hmm. I, I I cannot survive on pirates for months at a time it's just not the fact that they ask us to do that is just it's rude it's cruel and unusual punishment honestly it's it's Mm -hmm. one of the seven layers of hell i truly believe that this time of year is just like prepping the the people who are going to hell like this is what get ready get ready this is it yeah because this is what you have to look forward to (laughs) sam what about you how was your weekend um let's see my niece had her second birthday party um so we did that and then other than that i just stayed at home and hung out by the pool and um took 50 pictures of my dog that you guys saw (laughs) lilo killed me this weekend if you guys don't know lilo is one of sam's two french bulldogs um, she's insane. She's crazy. There's Lilo and there's Ragnar. And if you haven't seen the videos that Sam posts of Lilo and Ragnar 
my god you are missing out iconic they are iconic absolutely like legendary um my weekend if you can't tell my voice is almost gone and that's because Mm -hmm. i was at lsu fsu and Mm. college football is back with a vengeance listen new orleans was a shit show when is it not (laughs) new orleans but like it's hot it's humid everyone's out just like hammered plastered in the streets of new orleans and then you go into this game and like i'm not a college football person i haven't been since like the old backyard brawl because i'm a west virginia Mm -hmm. like that's neither here nor there we're not gonna (laughs) but but this game y'all that was so crazy because lsu that final drive was like a thing of beauty, right? Like you're, you think they're going to come back. You think they're going to, you know, at least tie it up, tie it up right. I, I swear, Jared and I sat there with our two friends and just stared into the abyss of what was the field after that pathetic missed PAT. Like yeah. I have never in my life experienced an atmosphere like that. The Superdome was – it was like radioactive. Like no one wanted to go anywhere or move. Everyone was just like frozen in time. So – College football, back with a vengeance. I am a little bit hungover today. I'm not going to lie. I'm supposed to be doing (laughs) 75 hard. But I was like, you know what? I can't Mm. be here sober. Like, I'm not going to be. Not not today. Go to a game line and not drink. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be in 99% humidity with all these strangers pushing their way past me in the streets of New Orleans. Sober. I'm not doing it. I may Mm -hmm. or may not have pants on right now. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. So anyway, now that we're caught up on our our personal lives, let's jump into some Steelers stuff. First thing I want to talk about today, guys, Steelers announced their 2022 captains. There are five of them. Five. Mitchell Trubisky, Najee Harris, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward, of course, and Miles Killebrew, the special teams freak. Let's talk about it. Five. How do we feel about this? By the way, Trubisky is the first first first-year Steeler to be a captain since the merger in 1970, which is... I think that says a lot. I think it says a lot about what the guys think of him. But what are y'all's thoughts? Um, I, I'm not bothered by the fact that there are five of them. Like, I I don't think that that's something that necessarily matters if they, they want representation from all places of the field. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, I, I, Najee is just – he's – He's so himself that I just feel like he's he the fact that he's already a captain. He cemented his yeah. place on this team as somebody who his work ethic and the way that he handles himself talking to the media and the press like he's he's just so classy feels like such a shallow word to describe it, but he's just so wholesome yeah. and lovely as a person and he's a a dog on the field like he's just unreal and like yeah Mitch being named the captain like that it what I found strange was that they announced the captains before the depth chart yeah that was what was odd to me not necessarily that there were five or that Mitch was captain like he's he's a veteran player he's the quarterback he's the starting quarterback and he has really come in to and onto this roster it, in a way he just has carried himself with poise and there didn't seem phased at all by all of the talk 
is Kenny going to be the starter? Is it going to be Mitch? Kenny should be the starter. Screw Mitch. Like he just, he took it all in stride and handled it really well. And so for me, it was just the timing of it was bizarre, but even that didn't bother me. I was like, okay, well, if that's how they're going to do it, then that's how they're going to do it. But I think that these are great choices, obviously TJ cam, Miles Killebrew has been around for what mm-hmm. seems like a century right. and he's just, he's a staple of the team. So I, I think they're great, great choices. I'm happy with it. And I think that they're the best guys to kind of take the reins and lead the team going into the season. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Couldn't agree more. Sam, any immediate takeaways? Um, I think that, you know, Jordan has a point. That's how special Najee Harris is, is that he's already a captain. Um, Yeah, year two. Jumped right in. It's crazy. I had a fantasy draft last night and um, somebody didn't really know who he was still. And I was like, have you seen the quads on this man? Like their one quad <laughs> is bigger than my head. And I like pulled up a picture from his college uh, from a college photo. And they were like, Oh my God, like, you're not kidding. I was like, no, I'm not kidding. Like quad monster. Unreal. So respectable. Like, yeah, we should make that a shirt, but, um, quad monster yeah Yeah. like he's just he's just incredible but I like that there's two from offense Mm -hmm. two from defense and then one from special teams like they're all represented and they're all such respectable guys I totally agree and I I I feel like the the choice to do five Mm -hmm. I don't really know what the reasoning is behind it but it does feel like kind of a a good way to transition from the age of Ben Roethlisberger being the Mm. captain you know the captain um and if you're gonna have two on offense Two on defense, TJ is the obvious choice, right? Yeah. I mean, who else is it going to be? Maybe, maybe Minka. But I just feel like we're in this kind of transitional phase and and choosing five as opposed to three just makes a lot of sense. What's interesting to me is the switch from 
um, Derek Watt to Miles Killebrew. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling to find Derek Watt's role on this team, um, yeah. especially yeah. with Connor Hayward coming in. I just mm-hmm. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing his place super clearly. Not that he had a super clear, evident place before. Now, right. because we're not really using him to his potential anyway. But mm-hmm. you know, we can get into that later because I'm sure it will be discussed throughout the season. Because Mac- yeah. Um, speaking of the depth depth chart, the Steelers quarterback depth chart depth chart came out with the rest of the team. Um, Mitch, Mason, Kenny, in that order. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised that it was Mitch, and were you surprised that Kenny was two as opposed or was three as opposed to two? Sam, let's start with you. Um, no. Did I want it to be Mitch, then Kenny, and then Mason? Obviously, yes. Um, But I'm not surprised just because Kenny's still a rookie. This is still his first year. Even though Mason has concrete for fee and we've seen everything that, you know, he has to offer, in my opinion, I still think that they're going to try to give Mason the ball second if they can save Kenny. Yeah. Jordan, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I I saw it. I saw Brooke Pryor's tweet first, yeah. and I was reading it and scouring over it and thinking like, "What the fuck?" Okay, <laughs> Mason second, but that like I I was in the car with my mom and I spoke it out loud and then I tweeted about it and then I was like, "Hold up, wait a minute." Okay, <laughs> so think about it logically because then she she asked me, "Is that good or is that bad?" And then mom. as I started to use my rational brain, I thought. That makes sense, actually, because if if Mitch does go down mid-game, mm-hmm. it makes kind of more sense to throw Mason in to the fold in the middle of a game than it would to just toss Kenny into the fire. Because And everybody on Twitter is just losing their ever-loving well, minds. Like they all meltdown, do. But we knew that was epic coming. Like, we knew it was coming. And we like, yeah. and everybody wants to say, I knew it. I knew it. I like, okay, we all, we did. Yeah, we knew it. But we also know that Kenny's the future. Right. Like, yeah. He is the future franchise quarterback. Hopefully that's their goal is to, to eventually move him into that role. Why would you want to just like, if, if something bad happens to Mitch, Hopefully it doesn't. Like, why would you want his first experience in the game to be like, all right, well then just go. Like, up to you. Like, let Mason be the the kind of like the bridge. Because it's not like this depth chart is etched in stone like the freaking Ten Commandments. Like, right. it can be changed. Like, and if something goes down where Mitch is unable to finish out the season, I would imagine... Kenny is going to be the guy that they turn to eventually, just not mid game. Like, so it just, it made sense to me because Mason does have more experience. I, I, the, the emotional side of me, I want to see Kenny Pickett play football as soon as possible. But I also know that it makes more sense for Mitch to start. And I'm not upset about it. I think he's going to be way more exciting under center than Ben was in his last couple of years because Absolutely. he has more mobility and yeah. he can throw it further. It's just sorry. What we saw Whatever. in preseason alone, Mitch is exciting. I w- mm-hmm. I'm excited that it's Mitch. I get it. I get Thank people you. love Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. I get it. I 100% get it. 
I'm excited about Mitch, and that that's for several reasons. Number one, what we saw in preseason, the mobility, y'all, the scoring on the yep. first drive. Mm-hmm. I haven't felt that emotion in so long, and it was like it was the opposite of PTSD. It was like this is such a wonderful feeling that I haven't felt <laughs> in so long. Yeah. Yes, and I remember what this feels like, but I couldn't, I couldn't, like it wasn't tangible for me anymore. But now it is, and it's such a good feeling. But you know, another reason that I really, really like Mitch starting off is number one, he has the experience. Number two, you cannot look at a guy who was drafted into Matt Nagy's offense mm-hmm. and expect Matt Nagy to get him to his optimal potential. Mm-hmm. Oh, Matt Nagy sucks so bad. I've seen so many people calling Mitch a bust, and I think that is a crock of shit because Mm -hmm. he had Matt. He was playing for Matt Nagy. Like, come on! I think it's unfair. You're not putting him with Mike Tomlin to start his career. You know, you put him with Matt Nagy, and we saw what Matt Mm -hmm. Nagy did with Justin Fields, who who Justin Fields looks amazing this year Mm -hmm. so far in preseason, and so. That's number one. But number two, Levi Wallace said one of the reasons he's pu- he picked Pittsburgh out of all the teams who were courting him in the offseason is because of Mitchell Trubisky. Mm. He said, I saw him in Buffalo. They spent the last year in Buffalo together. I've seen him take reps. I've seen what he looks like in, a, in an offense, and I trust it, and I like it. And he's one of the reasons I'm here because I know he's a winner. And I yeah. trust – Levi's opinion of that because he's a pro. He's seen Mitch for the past year and he knows exactly what he's dealing with. Right. Also, on the flip side of that, we're not going to throw Kenny Pickett behind this offensive line and you guys need to get over it. Everyone needs to get over yeah, it. It's, it's for the bad. betterment of Kenny in the long run. Right. I think that once this offense and what's the offensive line has a few weeks to gel and really, really, really get used to playing with each other and with this new quarterback situation, mm-hmm. they'll start getting a lot better. They're all super young with the exception of what Mason Cole right. um, and Daniels. But like give There's them some time to gel. Around. Exactly. Yeah. Still like, moving pieces around. That's such a yeah. good point. So until we have a little bit of stability there and we've seen some upside in some of these guys, especially yeah. at that left tackle position, I don't want Kenny Pickett playing. Mm-hmm. I don't want him going out there tearing an ACL, breaking an ankle, or Being worse. <laughs> his rookie – exactly. Yeah. We saw what happened to Joe Burrow yeah. behind that trash offensive line. Mm-hmm. There is a reason the Bengals invested in that offensive line this offseason because Joe Burrow is too good to risk. Kenny yeah. Pickett is too good to risk. I'm not saying he's Joe Burrow, but he could he could very well be Joe Burrow, but he's not going to be Joe Burrow behind this offensive line. So right. yeah. Patient. And the Steelers and aren't winning the Super Bowl this year. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. Like, this is not a Super right, Bowl. I'm signing game. off. You as, my, as, as much as I want to believe that, like, they're, they're just not. They're, I mean, it, barring a miracle of God himself. Sam's like, got a magic it, trick for you. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I queued you up for that one really, really nicely. You did. Yeah. But, like, just – like – let this team be what it is and have fun watching football. Like mm-hmm. coming out of last yeah. off season, I, I was like, they may not even make it to 500. Like right. I, I had such low expectations for this team, but now I'm like, they might actually be fun to watch. Yeah. And 
I really hope they prove me wrong and they win the Super Bowl because obviously I want them to fucking win the Super Bowl every year. That's what right. I want from them. Yeah. But do I anticipate that? No. But do I? I also think they're going to be a better team than they were last year. Right. Well, so like beyond a shadow of a doubt, they will. Like there's no yeah. question in my mind that right. they will be better than they yeah. were last year. So at least yeah. there's that. Yeah. We did go to playoffs last year. So uh, I don't know. Super Bowl is a possibility in my head. What way? You know, you guys. It's know always me. a possibility. It's I'm delusional. So yeah, um, but I I don't know. I think Mitch is <laughs> Mitch is it, and you know and that's I think another it, reason. Like, yeah, they probably put Mitch Mason Kenny because Steeler fans are not that forgiving, as it was demonstrated booing Mason Rudolph. Which please be better yeah, than that. Fine. Like he's so trashy. But you throw a rookie in in there under that kind of pressure and the fans see him fail, it's going to be immediately kick him to the curb. Like that yes. will be the reaction. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Well, guys, we open the season today as we are recording. It is September 5th, AKA NFL week one. I'm freaking Woo! out. And on Sunday, we open the season in Cincinnati. Once again, away. Are we shocked? No, we're not. But not only well, is it away, it is at the Bengals. Not only a division rival, a very good division rival, and the AFC North winners last year. Did they make it to the Super Bowl? Yeah. So (laughs) what are we thinking? What are we looking for out of this Steelers team in Cincinnati on Sunday? Jordan, I want to start with you. Well, I I think that the Bengals are going to be a good team again this year, but I think there's going to be a bit of a drop-off because they are still pretty young. And – Nobody, uh, nobody was expecting them to make the Super Bowl last year. So uh, yeah, the Steelers might make the Super Bowl this year. So forget what I said. But they, they just, they were, on, they've been on the rise for a while. Like they've, their development, their drafting, they've been on point. But I think that, that I just always feel like, with the exception of Tom Brady's Patriots, like every team that makes the Super Bowl is typically plagued with some kind of Super Bowl hangover, whether it's beginning of the season, end of the season, I don't know. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to be watching for on Sunday, because it takes some time to get in your rhythm. The Steelers, obviously, like their offense is uh, under command, new, new quarterback, like new uh, wide receivers like George Pickens, what's he going to be like? Is Chase Claypool going to bounce back? Mm-hmm. Week one is way too early to start taking things to heart. Yes. So what I what I'm going to be paying attention to is kind of like okay, the the Matt Canada offense yes. showed flashes of actually working in the preseason with a quarterback who can move their feet. So. I'm going to be paying attention to the offense, the play calling, the 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 game plan. Like mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to kind of keep an eye on because especially in the first game against the Seahawks, it, like they were bold, they went for it. Right. They no holds barred. They were like if there's a risk, we're going to take it cuz right. why not? It, like right. and I'm I'm going to be paying attention. Yeah. Like I'm I'm going to be paying attention to like is there a cohesive strategy on the offensive side of the ball? Because now you have a quarterback who can play into your system, Matt Canada. So what are you going to do with that? 
is there is there potential? Like I'm going to be paying attention to is there potential for this offense to actually come together and make a name for itself right. in this season? And I'm also going to be paying attention to the run defense because yikes. Oh yeah. my God, Devin Bush has just continued to struggle, also a, and also a starter. Was yeah. that shocking to you guys? He's better than Robert Spillane. I, I mean, guess. those are like, the only two options, I guess. Yeah. So it, I was a little bit surprised. Yeah. I will be. I will be honest. I don't want to change the subject, but mm-hmm. that was. I mean, for me in this game, the first several games of this season, I think the thing I'm going to be paying the most attention to is that Devin Bush inside linebacker play because personally it's worse than the offensive line performance. It's our biggest liability um, by a long shot. I'm not necessarily worried this early on. Like, do we have Mm -hmm. an answer for Jamar Chase? You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like this early on, that's not my focus. My focus is going to be more over, you know, the unit play as a whole, mm-hmm. the offensive line for sure, that inside linebacker position. I just want to see things start to fall into place, um, especially the things that in preseason and throughout training camp we heard were kind of up in the up in the air. Um, it's going to be tough against a Joe Burrow offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time, what did we do last year? We came out and beat, beat the Bills first game of the season. So yeah. no one expected that. No, no one expected it. So I'm not going to write this off as, as a loss, but Sam, what are you looking for on Sunday? Um, I mean, unfortunately, we're used to the Steelers being the underdogs lately, the last few years. Yeah. And I think when I was reading today, the Steelers are, or the Bengals are a six and a half point favorite. So it, it's, it's a, it is a huge, yeah. <laughs> Um, but the biggest thing I think is the offensive line, because if the, the Bengals defense is good. So if you can't mm-hmm. the defense, we're screwed from the start. Like it's not going to matter whether our run defense is trash or not. If the offensive line can't allow the offense to do its job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've of, seen what happens then. Yeah. We know we've yeah. been here. Yeah. This feels familiar. This feels like deja vu. The cornerback situation too, because yeah. In my opinion, mm. that's still kind of moving in place. It, I don't really feel like we have a CB1. Like, it's not like, oh, Joe Hayden's out there. You know it's covered. It's just kind of like yeah. they were going to. Moment um, of silence for Joe Hayden. Oh. <laughs> Boy, jeez, so sad. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild.
guys, I wanna talk really quickly about something that just shook Steelers Twitter to its core today. Art Rooney 2 announced that he's gonna make an announcement. Imagine an announcing that you're gonna make an announcement, first of all, let's talk about the, that. What a, what a power move, That's my God. That's what I'm saying, like, oh my God. Someday I wanna be able to be like, hey, look out for a big announcement tomorrow and everyone just <laughs> loses their shit. Um, <laughs> let's speculate a little bit. Everyone's been speculating on what it could possibly be. I've heard everything from like retiring Ben's jersey to retiring Franco's jersey because it's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Mm -hmm. I've mm -hmm. heard retiring um, and so many jerseys. I've heard uh, Dan yeah. Rooney statue. I've heard you know everything under the freaking sun. Jersey changes and all that shit. I don't think that he's going to make an announcement about jersey changes, to be honest with you. But what no. do you guys think it's going to be? I'm trying to blink, but I'm scared. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. Well, it's like that impending. Like it's like when you get called to like your manager's office, and it's yeah. like, oh, shit. Like, what? Do you, why can't you just tell me what you want? Like exactly. Somebody you love is like, call me. Like, like uh, uh, why you call me? Right. Like. Yes. What? I, I, yeah, it's nerve wracking. I don't think it's going to be anything bad. It's pro like my guess would be not like updated amenities in the stadium, but I think it may like maybe like a statue or something outside the stadium because people were so up in arms about the name change. Right. I think that going into this season, they're probably trying to drum up some level of excitement to get people on board for this new, not new stadium that they're playing in that is the same, but has a different name. Like, I, I think that they're, yeah. Yeah, it just, something like that, like something significant, uh, maybe a Dan Rooney statue, maybe like, Maybe they will do some kind of immaculate reception Franco Harris statue. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know. But I, you know, I would love for them to announce that they're bringing back the block numbers. Like, that would be great. But yeah. not going to happen. I um, just feel like, I feel like it's going to be something like har some hardware. Like, they're installing a statue yeah. or it's, it's something commemorative. Maybe it's for Dwayne Haskins. Um, yeah, that could be. You know, I, I have no idea what it's going to be. I don't – I don't – it's like my when my boss sent me an email or put time on my calendar and won't tell me what it's about. Right. This is exactly what happened when I got laid off from my job a couple months ago. So yeah. uh, <laughs> thanks, Art. Appreciate yeah, it. Like, oh, I have to tell yeah. you something, but I can't tell you right now. Well, no, no, no. No, that's not how this works for me and my anxiety. I need exactly. to know now. And then <laughs> the you can tell my anxiety is set up. I can't. So I want to talk about one more thing before we wrap this episode up, and it is about the rookies. I loved this draft. I feel like the Steelers went out and got so many – met so many needs, maybe not the offensive line needs that we thought we needed or that we know we needed, um, but they filled other holes on this roster in such a huge way. I love the Connor Hayward pick, number one, and I think that you know, throughout mm -hmm. and training camp, he has really shown up and proven that he wasn't just selected because he's Cam Hayward's brother. Um, yeah. But I want to know, out of all of our rookies, uh, drafted or undrafted, 
who are you the most excited about this year and like what's the expectation, if any? Jordan, I want to start with you. Honestly, I'm most excited to see Calvin Austin play because there's a lot of hype around Mm -hmm. George Pickens. People are already potentially naming him offensive rookie of the year. Like they're crowning him this jewel of the Steelers offense, which I wouldn't be surprised if that happens because that dude's just a beast. But to be a wide receiver drafted in the same class as George Pickens, and there's so much hype around him, I I would anticipate with Calvin Austin's speed and his route running and his hands, like I just I don't I can't even in, like begin to imagine what's going on in his head, but I I would kind of hope that maybe that puts a fire under him to be like, well, I want to make a name for myself too, yeah. like yeah. I. I want to cement my place on this offense. I don't want it to all be about George Pickens. I want to be an asset. I want to contribute. And I I think especially with his speed, because that dude is so fast. So yeah. freaking He's fast. Like insane. I yeah. I I'm gonna be watching him and I'm most excited to watch him because not he's not necessarily an underdog, but He's, but he's, he's over, more so on the fringes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And we Overshadowed, yep. We didn't see a lot of him in, in training camp because of that injury. We didn't see a lot mm-hmm. of him in preseason. Um, so I'm to- I'm right there with you. I'm so excited about yeah. him. Yeah. He has a different skill set than George Pickens. They're mm-hmm. not the same type of receiver. And so I think yep. that there's an opportunity there for him to really shine, especially if we don't see a comeback from Chase Claypool or if Deontay right. falls back into – some of his old issues, which I don't expect either of those things to happen, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. But in case they do, you know, there's a real opportunity for Calvin Austin to step up and and do something special mm-hmm. and really showcase who he is as that um, potential wide receiver three or even better. Who knows? Mine's George yep. Pickens. That's not a surprise. I freaking love the dude. Everything <laughs> about him is a vibe. Everything. Yeah. He is an absolute he is a dog. Vibe. He's a savage. I can't I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I want him to be wide receiver one. Uh, no no offense, Deontay. But like come on. Come on. He's yeah. he has he has it. Like not that Deontay yes. doesn't, but yeah. it's just like one of the it's like when you watch Kenny and Mitch. Like yes. Mitch is a really good quarterback, but Kenny has it, it, it seems yeah. like, yes. and there's just that factor that some guys have and some guys don't, and that doesn't make one a bad football you player, know. but some guys are just elite. It makes the and, other a better football player, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Yeah. Sam, what You're reading you? the reports like George Pickens, you know, dropped a ball in training camp, and then after that he's just catching every single thing and just talking shit to the defense and being like, you see that? You see that? Yeah. Don't say shit. Don't. It's like, you're you are yeah. a rookie. You are a rookie yeah. on this team, like, but that's the difference, you know, and he has that mentality. It's like, you don't have to tell him that he dropped it. He knows, and he's going yeah. to make up for it. Mm-hmm. I do anticipate him knocking Chase Claypool out of that wide receiver two spot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Based off of what we've seen the last few years from Claypool, I'm yeah. also curious to see how DeMarvin Leal performs because – yeah. Okay. With, you know, um, Tyson's injury, and he's coming back this year, but Stefan Tuitt retiring and all that happening. Yeah. 
not a bad there's idea a lot of opportunity mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah connor hayward You're i exactly think that, right. i honestly feel like he's going to come into it kind of like with a chip on his shoulder mainly because of Cameron Hayward. Like you're playing on the same yeah, team yeah. as your older brother. They're going to be like, oh, that's the only reason you got drafted to this team. So he's probably coming in. I mean, I saw comments like that when he did get drafted. You know, it's only because it's Cam's brother. There's no way he's going to fit yeah. into this team. So I think he's going to come and into so it. And so many people hated on that pick. And we're like, yeah. you mm-hmm. haven't even seen him play a down right. of football. Right. You have not watched this yeah. play. Right. So to write him off as – solely like a nepotism pick mm-hmm. is asinine to me. It makes absolutely no sense. And I love the fact that he came into training camp and into the preseason and has made a name for himself right. and has really established, you know, the idea that he's here because he's good, not just because he's mm-hmm. his brother. Yeah. Um, the fact he that is he good. is just makes it that much better. And mm-hmm. it's, it, allows us to immediately emotionally attach to him. Right. You know, he's a Hayward, so we love him. Right. Um, but that's all that is. And and he is his own person and he's his own player. And I'm so excited to see what he does. I feel like that's captain material in a few years um, just because he does have that Hayward blood in him. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But um, yeah, I'm so excited about Sunday. Football's freaking back, y'all. It is back. Let's go. Let's freaking go. go. I'm so excited. Football's back. Yinzers is back. It's going to be an amazing season. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. Don't listen to Jordan. <laughs> People on Twitter will tell you she has no idea what she's talking about. (laughs) And they're right. (laughs) They're right about all of us. But I want to wrap this first episode up of season two. Guys, I mean this when I say it. We cannot thank you all enough for the continued support. Whether you love us or you hate us, we have nothing but like huge, massive, big love for all of you. So just thank you for riding with us for a year and a half. I cannot believe it's been that long. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Yenzers and do not forget to subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We can kick it with you every single week. We will be back for another episode next Tuesday after week one of the 2022 NFL season. Hell yeah. See you next week. See ya. Bye, guys.